1: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joe's and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
2: Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, of course, presented by BetMGM on a Thursday. Kenny Ducey. Next hour, we'll talk some baseball. Right now, though, we get go out to the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, and we're joined by Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSide, the host of the Bacon Bets podcast. He's on our guest on the Phoenix of Revolutionary Technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Ian, we played you in there with a Kyle Pitts highlight, a touchdown on Sunday. He finally got one from Marcus Mariota, who had almost a perfect game on Sunday as your Falcons moved to a perfect 6-0 and against the spread. Ian, welcome back to the show. Are you buying in here to the, uh, the undefeated against the spread Falcons? Yeah, I am a little bit. i got to say it's a beautiful thing uh, when you have
3: zero expectations for your team heading into the season, and then they turn out to be all right, I guess. I mean, three and three straight up, six and zero against the spread. Uh, it's fun to be a Falcons fan right now after a, assuming they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. So I'm buying in. I'm going to take them to cover this week, too, because I feel like I'd be mm-hmm. a bad fan if I didn't ride this trend into the ground
0: okay so well i was going to ask you about them for big picture i mean we're not just doing this because you're on the show we talked about this on monday i was like the nfc after the eagles is complete trash so i'm just looking at some big numbers some teams that are hanging around 500 that big numbers to win the nfc since it's so wide open and the falcons are staring at me at 100 to 1. now here's the thing as big dogs this week if they lose You might get a better number. You might not. But after this Cincinnati game, you've got Carolina twice in three weeks, the Bears, the Commanders, the Steelers. I think they're going to be a playoff team. So uh, do you think you grab the 100 now or wait till they lose to the Bengals sitting at three and four, and then you jump in with that soft schedule for a month and a half?
3: This is music to my ears, Joe. I love it. I'm giddy. The fact that you the, the things that you just said, betting on the Falcons to win the NFC, uh, I'd bet them now. Maybe they win this week. Uh, I think six and a half is a lot of. I don't think they deserve to be this big of underdogs, especially kind of the way the Bengals have played this season. I know the Bengals obviously looked good last week. They're probably getting a little bit of their momentum back, getting uh, getting their feet underneath them a little bit. But uh, the Falcons were big favorites or big underdogs against the 49ers last week too, and that game wasn't even close. So uh, 100 to 1 to win the NFC. uh if you're looking for a pick at 100 to 1 i kind of like that a little bit like you said this conference is wide open so uh yeah you could wait i guess but i mean they they could win this game i wouldn't be shocked if they beat Mm -hmm. cincinnati uh, especially because i think they're going to be able to run the ball against them as well Bengals haven't done a good job of stopping the run and we all know that that's kind of what arthur smith is committed to he is uh the Falcons. the past few weeks have run the ball even more than the bears have they're just committing to running the ball against these teams. And I think that uh, might actually be a, a smart strategy against this Bengals defense. So uh, right after I get off this call with you guys, I'm going to go bet them at 100 to one to win the <laughs> NFC.
1: <laughs> I love it, Ian. Um, all right. I got to ask you because I did not forget when I went on your podcast, you made a tattoo bet. You said you only do one what? a year. I'm honored. If the Jags win the Super Bowl, Ian said he would get a tattoo. So, who are you on this week, the Giants or the Jags? Giants three-point dogs at Jacksonville.
3: I'm going to have to back my tattoo bet in this one, unfortunately. Uh, I'm still, I'm not too worried. the Jaguars make the playoffs, then maybe I might be sweating this tattoo bet out a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, I like the Jaguars against the Giants here. I'm seeing, uh, especially on Twitter, a lot of people uh, are saying things like, oh, the wrong team is favored in this, and oh, how could the 5-1 Giants be uh, three-point underdogs? we got to start looking at these, these teams more uh, than just their record, because statistically, this Giants team, not good. You look at net yards per play, 27th in the NFL. Last week, I know they beat the Ravens, and you can say, oh, good coaching, and oh, they play hard, but the bottom line is they got outgained gained by the Ravens last week, 7 yards per play to 3.8 yards per play. That is a huge discrepancy. You can't keep winning games uh, with these bad of numbers. And I guess, fair enough, the Tennessee Titans did it last year. So if the Giants keep winning, I'm going to have to start calling the, Gi- the Giants frauds because their numbers do not hold up to the record. I will take the Jaguars minus 3 this weekend.
2: Ian, let's talk about tonight, Uh, Thursday Night Football, the Saints in Arizona against the Cardinals. I hate both these teams. The Cardinals haven't won a home game in a year. The Saints are 6-10 their last 16. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Saints tonight. Uh, Two and a half points is the spread. Cardinals are the favorite tonight. What do you think? We we were talking about first quarter, first half unders. I mean, the Cardinals have scored three total points in the first quarter. What's your read on tonight's game, whether a side, total, props, anything you like for tonight, Thursday Night Football? Yeah, it always pains me to back the New Orleans Eights, uh, but unfortunately, I have to do it tonight
3: because I don't think this Cardinals team should be favored against almost anybody in the, in the, in the NFL. Uh, you look at some of their numbers, specifically yards per pass attempt, dead last in the NFL 5.8 yards per throw. That is 0.4 fewer yards in the next four seasons. Kyler Murray, after signing that big contract in the offseason, is throwing fewer yards per pass than any, literally any other quarterback, any other team in the NFL, worse than Justin Fields, worse than Daniel Jones, worse than Zach Wilson. Uh, Kyle, that, that contract is looking bad. And all across the board, both offensively and defensively, uh, this Cardinals team is not good. So if you're betting on the Cardinals to cover, then you're betting on DeAndre Hopkins making a big difference tonight, and maybe he will. I'm not kind of sold on him or you're betting on the fact that the Cardinals are going to start playing better than what we've seen through the first six weeks. But I have to trust the numbers. I think we've seen enough games now. Uh, I kind of know what this Cardinals team is. Uh, So I will take the Saints on the money line as small underdogs. All
0: right. So uh, we've hit on a few games. What about uh, the games that we have not discussed? What are your uh, top one or two bets on the entire week seven board?
3: Yeah, one of them, I'm uh, going to feel stupid doing this uh, uh, by the time Sunday's over, probably. But I'm going to go back on the Colts, the team that were my preseason Super Bowl pick. Uh, Matt Ryan was my dark horse MVP pick. But to be fair, Matt Ryan did uh, look good last week. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL last week. So maybe the Colts are getting some momentum here. But I think they upset uh, the Titans. Uh, I was talking about yards or net yards per play a little bit earlier. Well, dead last in the NFL in net yards per play is the Tennessee Titans and you guys know my hate for the Titans after what happened last year dead last and in net yards per play. Their issue is because they keep trying to run the ball. They have one of the highest run uh, play percentages in the NFL, but they're not good at doing it. They're averaging like 3.7 yards like a carry and then they have no real other weapons to turn to other than an old uh, and regressing Derrick Henry. So I think the Colts are kind of starting to get their momentum here. We've seen this from the Colts the past few seasons where they start slow and then get better as the season goes on. Uh, I'm surprised that they're underdogs in the spot. Even though they lost to the Titans in week four, they gained them 5.8 yards per play to 4, 4.7 yards per play. So I like the Colts as underdogs against the Titans in that spot. And I also think this is going to be a big – uh, bounce back spot for the Packers, too. I know the Packers lost outright touchdown favorites two weeks in a row, uh, but I think Washington stinks. Uh, this, this is a take of and on for a while. They got dominated by the Bears last Thursday and then managed to win the game because of a muck punt. Uh, and also, the big weakness here that uh, the Packers can exploit is uh, the Washington secondary hasn't been very good 24th and opponent yards per pass attempt. So, if there's a team that Aaron Rodgers can bounce back against, I think it's this Washington secondary. Uh, so I will lay the five and a half points with the Packers.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on Washington. Now, a game that I think is intriguing: the fighting Dan Campbell's desperate for a win um, at Dallas. Dak is back. Is he going to be rusty? I'm just I'm excited to see this one. Um, which side do you like here? Yeah, I'm going to take the
3: points with the Lions. I think it's. The spread's a little bit too crazy here. Uh, the Cowboys' offensive numbers have not been good this season. I know, obviously, with Dak out, that's been a, made a big difference. But I'm not convinced Dak's going to come back, and all of a sudden we're going to see a huge difference in this Cowboys' offense. Yeah. He didn't look good uh, while he was in in Week One against the Buccaneers. Now, to be fair, I got to say with a caveat, the Buccaneers' defense is obviously leagues above the Lions' defense. Don't get it twisted. But I'm just not as convinced that uh, the DAC coming back is now all of a sudden going to make the Cowboys worthy of being touchdown favorites against these teams in the NFL. And also I think that the Lions can attack the Cowboys' weakness, weakness, which is their run defense. They're allowing 4.4 yards per carry. And the Lions second the NFL in yards per carry. They've done an extremely effective job running the ball, and that's a big reason for that is because of their offensive line. So I also think that offensive line is going to be able to slow down this Cowboys' pass rush as well. So I think stylistically, I think it's a good matchup for the Lions. Now, do they win outright? I certainly don't think so. Uh, I think a touchdown spread is a little bit too big, though. So I'll take the Lions and the points.
2: Ian, I want to ask you about the the Jets and the Broncos. I I just was looking at net yards per play, the stat you brought up earlier. The Broncos are pretty high up there, yet they find a way to lose almost every week. And the Russell Wilson situation just seems to get worse and worse for them. Uh, They're hosting the Jets this week, and the line is moving so far. Towards the Jets. I mean, we opened up at a few points up with the you know, the, the Broncos and now we it might flip. We might get the Jets as favorites by the time we get to kickoff here. Who do you like in this game? The total is thirty eight for the Jets and the Broncos on Sunday. Yeah, you mentioned net yards per play. The Broncos are a perfect example
3: of why that's not the only stat that you should look at. That's always the first thing I look at, and then I dive into things a little bit deeper from there. The reason why the rank's so high, but they keep losing these games and they can't score points, they're just terrible in the red zone, dead last in red zone touchdown percentage, only scoring a touchdown on 20% of their red zone trips. So that's a big uh, issue, that probably their biggest issue that they've had. This whole season, but in terms of this game, I just took the obvious bet. I got a little bit of a better number. I took the under, I took it when I was at 40 and a half. I mean, down at 38, maybe it still go that way. Um, but I mean, the Broncos defense, as much as everyone has kind of crafts on the Broncos here, rightfully so, uh, their defense isn't getting enough credit. Their defense is like a top three, top four unit so far, completely shut down the chargers last week. And the defense is also uh, the strength of the jets and a big reason why the jets um, are looking as good as they are through the first few weeks of the NFL season. So uh, the two defenses rank second and seventh in opponent yards per play. Broncos bad in the red zone on offense, but also the best red zone defense as well. Uh, so if uh, they can, if, if we're going to see a lot of field goals in this game, which has kind of been the case for Broncos games so uh, so far, that's going to go a long way uh, for cashing the under. So I'm just going to take the obvious one here and just root for defense between the Jets and Broncos.
0: Ian, which team's going to win the World Series, and what are your reasons for saying the Phillies?
3: <laughs> the Phillies are hot. Uh, go to Let's go! The Phillies train here. Let's go! They're all Their bats are hot. Uh, obviously, they blew that one last night, but uh, they have the starting pitching to do it. They have the rotation to do it. They have. They seem like the like the Washington Nationals a few years ago. Bad bullpen, but good bats. A good rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all about the Phillies. Let's go!
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. perfect. Really quick, any uh, CJ Cup bets that you like?
3: Yeah, I like John Rahm. I think if you're gonna bet on the CJ Cup. It's obviously started, so you have to bet live right now. But look for guys who are good drivers of the golf ball. That's a huge uh, advantage at this golf course, and nobody drives the golf ball better than John Rahm. So I put, I uh, got him at plus nine fifty last night. So John Rahm is my best bet for the CJ Cup.
2: Do you have any special plans, Ian, for the sports equinox today? All four sports are in action tonight. Well, t- take us through this. And and do you, when you when you do these tattoo bets, do you sweat them over the course <laughs> of the season or do you put them out of your mind until it, it, until it gets close?
3: Well, the, the Arkansas one over March Madness, I, I <laughs> definitely sweat that one pretty quick. This Jaguars <laughs> one, until they get in the playoff spot, they're now going to start yeah. sweating a little bit. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind for now. Um, And also tonight, Fourth Equinox, I might sit down with a nice little bottle of wine, a nice cigar, and uh, watch all my bets likely lose as I have in the past few days.
0: (laughs) uh, Yeah, with everything going on, it kind of feels like college football has been pushed in the background, but we'll all be watching and betting it all day on Saturday. Uh, Was there anything that you liked in college or that you were taking a look at?
3: uh no not yet to be honest usually i'm not a good better when it comes to college football i do it saturdays strictly for entertainment purposes so i sit down saturday right. morning and that's when i place my college football bets uh but i will say uh usc if anyone's looking about usc saturday night islam makachev is i believe a minus 180 favorite over charles Oliveira. a bit of a you're laying some juice there but that's going to be like a three or four unit play he's one of the best fighters that we've seen in the UFC in recent history, and I think he wins the belt at UFC 280 on Saturday night.
0: But but you did want to tell Joe G, you know, when people are going crazy about all these Philly sports, that the Flyers still stink, right?
3: The Flyers are the biggest frauds in the NHL through the first week of play. They stink, and I keep losing bets against them, and it's really making me angry, because the Flyers absolutely stink. There's no doubt about that.
2: They got John Tortorella now. Ian. come on. Let it breathe a little bit. Give him time. No, I agree. They they probably do stink. Ian, we appreciate you hopping on. Always fun talking to you. Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSide and host of the Bacon Bets podcast on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com. To learn more we might have hit on more in that interview with that with Ian, than any guest who ever did and we were all over the place
1: i was about to ask him about college hoops when does he start prepping the guy knows everything i love Ian. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's great we appreciate him hopping on on the other side joe knows joe will answer your sports betting questions and then kenny ducey we'll see if he has us walk anything back today <laughs> as we talk about the mlb postseason next on the betql network